children of God, and welcome to I Need God Pod, presented by I Need God in Every Moment of My Life. I'm God lover Kyle, and today I'm sitting down with Bianca Perez, the mastermind behind the iconic New York City Instagram meme page, Young Nihilist. Um, Her curated memes speak volumes to those of us navigating the complexities of sadness, alienation, and the roller coaster of modern digital life. Um, She's been a major inspiration for my own meme page, and today we're diving deep, chatting about God, the Instagram memescape, the role of weed in our lives, stan culture, and much more. Um, If you're interested in the full hour-length convo, you could head over to our Patreon at patreon.com slash I Need God and unlock all of our godly content and help support this project. On my school books, on my desk in trees, on the sand and snow, I write your name. On all pages red, on all white pages, stone, sandpaper, or ashes, I write your name. On the jungle and and desert, on the nests and gorses, on the echo of my childhood, I write your name. On the marbles of nights, on the white bread of days, on the married seasons, I write your name. On the fields, on the horizon, on the wings of birds, and on the mill of shadows, I write your name. On each puff of dawn, on the sea, on the boats, on the dimensional mountain, I write your name. On health regained, on risk that is no more, on hope without memories, I write your name. And by the strength of one word, I start over my life. I was born to know you, to name you, Liberty. Amen. Thank you. So what inspired you to bring that text? Um, I mean, like I said, I watched that film last night mm-hmm. and it definitely left me feeling a type of way. I'm not sure what way that is. Mm. It was, still processing. I'm still processing. And then I looked up the backstory of it and that it was like dropped like from planes on Nazi Germany what was like during the poems themselves oh on papers that poem yeah really so, yeah it's like um a poetic gesture yeah that's kind like of stop amazing. the war kind of vibe yeah um and i just thought that was powerful yeah that and is powerful very god adjacent mm-hmm. like what does liberty mean like french the french love liberty i guess mm-hmm. i don't know libertine i don't know what does it mean? And what was the movie? The movie? Could you like give us some synopsis of it? Of Map to the Stars? Yeah, Maps it's, to the Stars. It's kind of uh, it's a story about like Hollywood and the inner workings of that world, mm-hmm. and the the kind of circle jerk mm-hmm. aspect of trying to get roles and trying to influence people to get you on a movie. And mm-hmm. Julianne Moore plays this low-key washed up actress mm-hmm. I love washed her. up only because she's old mm. and sad yeah she's uh you're not allowed to do that as a woman right period age, you mean especially in hollywood yeah oh especially in hollywood yeah in general except 
there's movies like 80 for Brady. We're getting like that Jane that. Fonda revival. Okay, yeah. It's like, you're right. But I've just been really into this kind of movie. They've been making a lot of them where it's like five friends in their 70s and 80s, like go mm-hmm. on an adventure and prove that women could be friends as okay, they age. <laughs> I need, we need to tap into that. Yeah. 80 for Brady is one of them. And I forget the other one I saw that I loved it a lot. Ugh, shit whatever i'll just put it in the show notes yeah. if i remember i forgot to light this incense usually at the beginning okay. we light this incense to this set the holy vibe why isn't it, it burning light. oh my god it's giving it's satanic. retrograde it's giving <laughs> satanic no it's supposed to be giving like catholic holy yes yes um <laughs> high-minded mm-hmm. <laughs> um cool so Usually I like to start the episodes with like the background of a person because like our generation or millennials, I guess, were a lot of us were raised in religious contexts or our mm-hmm. parents still were religious where I feel like today Gen Alpha probably isn't getting raised like how we were. God, but who like, knows? Where are you from? You're from the city, right? Yeah, I'm from Bushwick. Okay, Bushwick so, native. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Whatever that means. Did they have churches in Bushwick? Yeah. yeah. There's a church right down the block from me. I grew up on Bleecker Street. Mm-hmm. Like right off Knickerbocker. Okay. Stop. Um, it was church, what is it? Did Santa Barbara. Oh. Church of the Roman Catholic mm-hmm. Church. And is that where you went? Not often, no. But when we did go, we went there. Oh, okay. And it just felt really close. And it's like, mm-hmm. was it like Easter, Christmas, or like that's the kind of family you had, where it was like you go sometimes. Maybe like early in my life, and then as time went on, less not and e- less. Yeah, not even. But my mom is definitely Catholic, and she identifies as that. Mm-hmm. And we would have like some small iconography in the house. Mm-hmm. But yeah, the present was the presence wasn't very strong. Right. Like you were, you're not you didn't have to like go to confirmation for Catholicism. No. And you know about your mom's parents? Were they Catholic too, probably? Yeah, I'm sure they were. Yeah. So you got this like night you got just enough dose mm-hmm. of Catholic, not too much. You're I not like wish really... I had had, you know, like the little dress and the <laughs> Yeah, you didn't do the communion baptism, or, yeah. like okay, you don't care that I'm you going to hell. You weren't baptized. I don't think so. Oh my gosh. Yeah, no, I she's mean, a bad Catholic, honestly. Yeah. You won't <laughs> baptize your child. <laughs> um, yeah, I think that's more of a matter of her just kind of not. She never being really believed in no. it, but she was just kind of went through the motions growing up. Of but it. then when I had my little atheist era, she oh, definitely yeah. was not for that. And she was just kind of like, When was that? Uh, Probably like. 14 to 18. Okay. Yeah. That's kind of normal. The years. You know, the years. For that. Yeah. She wasn't having it. Like, did you just straight up tell her, I don't believe in God, mom? Yeah. No, she wasn't happy about that. No. She'd be like, don't say things like that to me. Have you? <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> and since then, you just don't talk about it anymore. You've never said, don't worry, mom. Like, I know there's a bigger, something bigger or something. I think maybe in passing yeah. over the phone, uh, she's been like, and. But what about now? And I'm like, yeah, of course now. And she's like, okay, good. Yeah, of course and now. And we so just like, move on. So like since then, you're not like a cringe teen atheist anymore. I mean, no. no. <laughs> do you believe I've in God? I do. I don't know what to say about it further than that. Mm-hmm. Just because I don't have a practice. I don't have like, you know, it I've... doesn't manifest itself any other way other than a feeling. Mm, sure. Like, I wish. I would like I would to like. have something. 
I would like to have something. I think a lot of people would like to have something because I don't know. Godless fucking society. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. And it's like part of human experience or like the wholeness of human experience includes that somehow, whether you want it to or not. I don't know. No, it's essential. Right. And you can't find it at, um, you know, elsewhere. Really? <laughs> At elsewhere, you mean the club? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or, <laughs> or elsewhere. Some people, yeah, or elsewhere. I don't know. There's some people who would say like, yeah, the club is like their church basically, or it's like what no. gives them the feeling of whatever freedom or something. I'm not sexually free or do enough GHB to feel that way, mm. but I love that for them. I love that for them too. <laughs> yeah. I'm also not um, enough sexually free at all. Um, it's no. just, it's good in the imagination maybe, but in real life. Oh, in the imagination, it goes crazy. It goes crazy. I'm the craziest one of all, but mm. other than that. Yeah, no, when I'm things very, are in real like, life, it's actually like not good. Cool. <laughs> I'm actually very like Catholic in how I like. You want to just be body. married. Yeah. If and, you're going to do that stuff, we better be married. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you have to sign an NDA and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. that's Catholic. Yeah. <laughs> I feel that. I just feel that way in my soul, too. <laughs> it kind of sucks. But yeah. I was thinking that recently, it's like when you look at like I grew up watching TV all the time. And it's like when you mm-hmm. look at the messages on TV and in the media, you would think like falling in love and being in love is like the most important thing you could do. And like gives people really whack ideas mm-hmm. about I don't know, intimacy with people and such a shame. <laughs> um, I like your shirt, by the way. Thank you. I'm wearing Mother. um Born This Way 10th anniversary t-shirt mm-hmm. with the cover art of Gaga on the motorcycle. And I've been a Gaga stan since the beginning, like 2008. Mm-hmm. And I remember when this came out, I was shocked and appalled. I just thought it was so really? ugly. And I was like, why? It was she-? a little. It was shocking. Yeah. It was appalling even to some people. It was giving a little Photoshop. Yeah, but now it's aged really well. I kind of love it now. I Mm -hmm. think she's... No, she's real camp. She's real. Truly camp. Yeah, she really is. She's funny. People... They just don't get it. Some people don't get it. But if you don't get it, whatever. It's like you actually know nothing about her if you don't get it. (laughs) (laughs) I like your shirt too, Red and Stimpy. Yeah. I don't necessarily stand them, but... um... Yeah. I mean, it was a really iconic animated series, I would say, changed (laughs) the history of animation, actually. Yeah. I think maybe the creator is a little... Oh, really? There's something... Not a little sus, very sus. There's something very sus about him. The P word. The P word. Right. I mean, you could kind of tell from the show. (laughs) true yeah so right. disappointing though yeah i guess i don't i don't really know enough about it to talk about it but no it's it's kind of bad it's kind of bad okay well <laughs> life is really complicated <laughs> to say the least yeah so your parents didn't really make do you do anything didn't really teach you anything about religion mm. you kind of just had a vague catholic thing going on yeah and i i just grew up with my mom my dad was absent Okay. So I'm funny now. Okay, yes. <laughs> Dad, we have no idea I'm if he funny believes in God or not. I think maybe in like a basic way. I don't really understand his interiority like mm-hmm. at all. Yeah. I just don't get it. What's his sun sign? You don't even know. I've been asked this so many times recently. Really? And I can't remember. I think he's April 14th. Aries? Yeah. I'm an astrologer that and sounds I can't accurate. even tell you. I'm bad I think at he's math. an Aries. Yeah. And my mom's a Libra. Okay. And I'm a Leo. Yeah, and we you're both li- are. And you're a Libra moon, though. That's good. With that's an interesting synastry with your mom. 
Right. It's like the outward part of her is more inward with you and the more Mm -hmm. and vice versa. No, yeah. We're very, a lot of my, the things I find most interesting have something to do with like the mother daughter. Mm -hmm. Like that's everything to me. Mm -hmm. All the inspiration. Mm -hmm. I'm really interested in that relationship too, or the mother child. It's an endless thing to dig out of. Mm. Just two women alone together. Amazing. Ah! Ah, it's like my favorite TV show, <laughs> The <scary>. View. <laughs> I watch The View every day. It's like there's no really place to you... this day. Yeah. Is it still called The View? It's still called The View. Joy Behar has been on it since day one. Right. She's 80 years old. Um, and there's no other place. Well, I guess there are other places now. But when it started, there was no other place you can go just to see five women talking. Mm-hmm. It was like. A revelation and yeah. I'm inspired by Barbara Walters even in my interview right now right. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> ask me a question that made me cry I mean I wish I could get as good as her she's just a really she's you know, a fucking beast she is a beast I also am inspired by others I guess too but she's a big one I just love the view I mean mm-hmm. but just talk about two women talking that's five women talking <laughs> like Damn. whoa <laughs> um but yeah, I grew up in New York. Yeah, so that makes so, you cool and really cool, in my opinion. I see that now, but I promise you that when you're a kid, you don't think that way. Yeah. Because, at least in my generation, you're growing up watching Disney Channel. Yeah, me like, Watching That's a Raven, watching movies where people are in the suburbs. Mm. And, and that's like, where things are happening. Yeah, it's like it's where like, real makes, life happens. Yeah. That kind of makes sense. Well, hey, Arnold. That was a good city depiction. Um, but like you know, live action. Oh, live you know, action! Real people. Yeah, there wasn't really. I mean, there was like Taina. Taina. Oh, I love that song from um, Taina. She was representing for us. Yeah, Latinas. I thought she mean like I when I was a kid, I want. I was like, I'm gonna be a pop star. Yeah. Like literally, Taina was like, yeah, I want to go to Juilliard. Like if, if I lived in the city, I'd be like, Mom, you have to send me to LaGuardia. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? I would be that kid. I'd say yeah, that's the dichotomy. It's either. You're like, this shit is ghetto as fuck and I want to leave. Mm. Or like, I need to become famous right now. Mm. Or I am like doing it wrong. Mm -hmm. Like I'm wasting my time. Yeah. There's a lot (laughs) of scenes in New York, I guess. That's one thing. But I guess for me, I don't know. I just felt like it was not as cool as it is. But now I'm like, I'm fine. Yeah. As an adult, I think it's good to be raised in New York. It makes you like... I don't know, better a better person. I don't know how else to say it. I don't know about that, but... Yeah, just in general. Not everyone. Yeah, and New York is so big. It didn't feel that way, though. No? No, I was very sheltered. Mm-hmm. Like, everything you would assume about, like, a New York kid, I didn't have that. Mm. I didn't grow up going out. Yeah. I didn't leave, like, my Zone. one block radius. Mm-hmm. I went to school, which is always walking distance. All my schools That's were nice. in Bushwick. And to my mom's job, she was a hairdresser, Mm. to the salon, to my house, Mm. to maybe a friend's house. Mm -hmm. I didn't go to the city much. Mm. I don't recall, like, getting on the train and, like, going to a gallery. Yeah, like, going, like, randomly going, being underage and going out or something. It felt so far away to me and, like, Mm. and plus my mom was just on me. I see. I mean, I'm an only child also. Okay. That's important. So a lot of pressure is put on you. And she's also an only child. Oh, Interesting. Immigrant, so not a lot of family here. Mm. I'm like everything. She's she immigrated. Yeah, from mm. the Dominican Republic. I see. So I'm first generation. I see. 
It's just a lot. Just trying to keep me, you know, from being influenced mm. negatively. Mm-hmm. She did kind of, she kind of was like really protective over you in a yeah, way. Extremely. Yeah. But it makes sense because everything is new to her here. But she didn't know. She didn't know. And that was her life. I'm sure it was hard. <laughs> mm. <sighs> well, it creates a unique subjectivity for exactly. you. Exactly. No, yeah. Thanks for that. <laughs> yeah, which we can go to like Instagramness. Like, you have you been on the internet all your life, or were you like kind of sheltered from it growing up? Definitely. I think partly from a like economical standpoint, like we couldn't afford a computer, mm-hmm. like regular internet access. Sure. And also, she wasn't going to go out of her way mm-hmm. to provide me with that access. Because yeah. of the fear of yeah. what I would find. And to her credit, I mean, I found <laughs> bad stuff. And yeah. Like, you know. Yeah. But I found it anyway. And yeah. Exactly. My friend's you, house. you cannot stop kids from that. Like, they're gonna. Looking up girls kissing. Literally. How girls kiss boys? Question mark. Oh, my God. Actually. Or worse. Way worse. <laughs> I remember in fourth grade, I wrote a persuasive essay to my parents to get the internet because I really wanted it. And I think we did get it. For me, it was probably like fifth or sixth grade. And I remember like in middle school, like going on Habbo Hotel and like with my friend and like we were like doing like cyber sex and like Habbo Hotel rooms oh, see, and stuff. No. You know what I mean? See, that's what I'm saying. Other people were doing stuff. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> I, <laughs> I was not doing any of that. Um, but it was like, yeah, Wild West for me. My parents kind of didn't understand what the computer and the internet access really meant, I think. And where'd you grow up? Um, Scranton, Pennsylvania. Okay. It's like, you know, three hours from here, maybe. It's where Dunder Mifflin is. Dunder, exactly. The office came out <laughs> when I was in high school and they started doing Name office drop. tours there. Oh my God. Yeah. At just random offices? or No, what? like a bus around Scranton, kind okay. of. And Fascinating. Like, the welcome to Scranton sign was getting vandalized. So they pro- they actually brought it inside into the mall. So you'd have to like go to the mall to like see the welcome to Scranton sign That's for a so minute. Crazy. Yeah. This office was huge, obviously. Do you have siblings? I have one younger sister. Cute. Yeah. She is so normal. She's like has a boy- You're like in juxtaposition. <laughs> yeah. She was like I'm like the I'm like the you know, n- not neurotypical one. Well, the like, firstborn is practice, right? You're it's target practice, kind of. <laughs> my mom had a miscarriage before me, which I believe okay. changes the chemistry of your body enough to f- change the next child. You know what I mean? And I feel like I was changed yeah. by that <laughs> in a way. Like I'm queer, and mm-hmm. like she's not. No, okay. I'm like basically autistic, and she's like not. She has a boyfriend who she just moved in with, and she's a ba- she basically will probably marry him. And it's like mm-hmm. the first boyfriend she's ever introduced us to. She has okay. like a, she's a physical therapist. Yeah, Cute. she's so normal. Love her. Yeah, actually, I'm seeing her tomorrow. With my mom's coming to the city tomorrow. I definitely have a like the sibling envy. Yeah, that people never understand. They're like, you're so lucky. And like, in what world? No, it's better to have a sibling. It's right. It's like natural. She's five years younger than me, so it was like our relationship was always a little power imbalanced. Like I was playing games with her where like I was making her serve me stuff sometimes, <laughs> like like gaslighting her basically. You know what I mean? Bell. Like a bell or like telling her things that like waitress. I always saw it as like we're the perfect family. A mom, a dad, a boy, and a girl. <laughs> Do you have a dog? 
we had a dog. We had two cats. Oh, my wow. dad is a contractor and a carpenter. And my that's mom so is American. a vet, like a vet assistant. Very American feeling. See, like, that's what I thought growing up is supposed to be like. I got that in the 90s. <laughs> it was only happened th- until like 2004 or something. Like after that, things got really, you know, things they like, divorced? wait, the American dream isn't. No, they're still together. Okay. My dad is, has MS though. So my mom's basically his caretaker now. Okay. And she Damn. has to work full time to support them. They made a vow. They made a vow. And they are like very trad in a certain way where it's like socially where I'm from, things are like. 10 years behind here or more maybe where it's like kind of just like get married and stay married if you can i think especially for their generation they're like late boomers like 62 and 64 they were born anyway it was idyllic up until a point where it was like this is not reality like 9 11 happened right and like i think i i became a fail son eventually i was very like a gifted child you know what i mean Another thing we have in common. Yeah. The and curse. It's, and it's a curse a little bit because it was like, I thought I was actually gifted. <laughs> yeah, that, but it's like, I grew up and I was like, I'm not. Such a fucked, in, fucked up thing to do to a kid. Yeah. and it made Just me, like gas them up like that. Yeah. It made me feel like I could do anything. It was not realistic. And then like, wait, you have to put effort. Yeah. And like, <laughs> we're poor. I, I was actually like, poor this whole time. <laughs> and like, they made it feel like we could overcome that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I was like, actually the chances are really low of overcoming that. It's mm-hmm. just like the few examples we have in media is like it. Yeah. Yeah. But they run those into our brains. That's right. I feel like my parents are really easily influenced. They're television people like mm-hmm. Oprah, Bill Maher. They watch it. They are consume. they like liberals? Mm, they're left of liberal. So oh, the, okay. Yeah. So like they would vote for Bernie. They would vote for Marianne mm-hmm. even. Slay? They would vote for RFK. But it's like low key because like socially it's unaccepted. So they're very like neutral seeming. Mm. But low key, they're kind of like, we have to grow our own food. Like Elon Musk is putting satellites up there. Like we got to put our Wi-Fi in the basement to weaken the signal. (laughs) Like, you know, like a little doomsday. Yeah, a little bit, a little bit. They believe in their I'm woo woo as well. I'm woo woo and they're woo woo. But I I feel like. There's reasons to be. Yeah, there are. I, I mean, we, the yeah. aliens are confirmed, yes or no. Like, we're just supposed to keep rocking <laughs> in the meantime. I feel like <laughs> aliens are a distraction and, like, yeah. I don't believe it for one second. But, like, obviously, do, you, do you believe, believe in aliens? Yeah, I want to believe. <laughs> what do you believe in? I wish. Yeah, no, it's... Because you're a nihilist, you just don't believe in anything heard that one before (laughs) um no it's funny because the way that that name came about was just so arbitrary Mm -hmm. i used to change my username like every two months or something okay yeah my profile picture and everything and for some reason that one stuck yeah you just stopped there yeah it's a good name i I guess it kind of makes me cringe a little bit sometimes yeah because you've been a meme page for a while Probably since like 2015, like yeah, original, it's so ori- admin days. Like yeah, I, I survived like- the meme wars of 2016. Okay, wait, <laughs> we got to talk <laughs> about that. I feel like you inspired me to be a meme page when I first was becoming a meme page. I was like looking at you on a downward spiral, like Patia, just like the style of posting where you just post anything as often as you want without any thought to it, kind of or like. <laughs> 
you don't have to screenshot it right. It's actually better if you don't. It's funnier. Yeah. It's like stream of consciousness, like no caption. Yeah, no caption. I'm into that. (laughs) Like I've been captioning more lately, but it's a phase. But there are phases to posting, obviously. Mm -hmm. In 2016, there was a, a meme war. What do you mean? I mean, the meme wars in general, just like of like more the, the culture shift, the culture that shift. happened at the time, and then because the year twenty sixteen was the year that Kylie said, um, "What did she say <laughs> about that year? Uh, the year of realizing things." Yeah, that was the year of realizing things. I um, felt that, and then Trump and everything. But oh, yeah, Trump, obviously. <laughs> <sighs> but yeah, I've had some some internal meme wars mm-hmm. with like friends I've made mm-hmm. and lost. Oh man, people have died. Oh my god! A lot of people have died, actually. Shit. Um, you know, usually from drugs, right? Okay. So I do. Drugs. It definitely feels like I'm. I'm like. Survivor. This is when the the brain fog starts rolling in. Oh, it's okay. Like the last outpost or something. The last outpost. <laughs> Not the right reference. The last. Definitely. Comic yeah. Standing. Yeah. The last man standing. Last man standing. Um, one of the last ones. No, who still posts. Like, I remember I started around the same time as like Namaste at Home Dad. She hates me. Oh. Because I posted a meme of hers and didn't tag her or something. I don't get that. I've never been that kind of person. I think it's really I've the all the fights I've gotten onto on the page have been people like asking for credit, but it's like they weren't even asking for credit. It's kind of like instead of asking for credit, they immediately started like flaming the comments or like spamming their story. Yeah. And like it's like, wait, you couldn't have just DM'd me and said tag me politely. Instead you have to be like, fuck you for stealing. I'm like, it's this is just assuming Instagram. Bad faith. This is Instagram. Like yeah. it's chill out. There's no way to reblog on Instagram. You screenshot and repost. Like and hope that you sorry. know who made it. Like put a watermark on it if you care that much. Which I don't. So if anything, I think that those are cringe. But yeah, but that happened. I think she she definitely blocked me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so temperamental, these admins. That's right. Um, but she makes all her own content. So good for her. I feel like there's definitely an intellectual war between those types and the the shit posters. Yeah. Or more kind of just curating chaos yeah. magic theory chaos magic theory yeah right pepe in influenced <laughs> yeah i feel like keck that. influenced um you're like that I don't, I don't care about that kind of stuff yeah at all you just let it flow yeah i mean it's it's part of the the entity of what memes are they're just supposed to proliferate with no control yeah pure i agree it's not about your ego as the artist. <laughs> I know, like, shut up. <laughs> you could still be proud that you made a meme and that people yeah. are reposting it. Wouldn't you feel happy? I had, like, a, a little era, probably, like, around that time, 2016, mm-hmm. or, like, things that I had made myself, mm-hmm. I would see around. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, it's just a nice little wink to yourself. To be like, yeah, like that. the universe. Like, you're out there in the universe. Like, was it that shared one one time? And not only did tag me, but, like, it was, like, erased. Which it one? Was, um, it was one where it was like an image from some reality, some real housewife show. Mm. And I had just actually God had something to do with it because mm. I had like named each person in the picture. Mm-hmm. It was like someone falling out of a cab. And okay, right. Someone drunk talking to a shoe. Okay. And it was like me, the person talking to the shoe, somehow also me. Mm. The person with the the mic in their face is 
something else, and then the camera's God. Okay, the camera's God, yeah. yeah. And just like that, you've made it to the end of our free episode. If you want to listen to the full conversation, it is available on our Patreon at patreon.com slash I Need God. If you really love I Need God in every moment of my life and what I'm doing here with this podcast, I would love for you to support us and support me in this project. And you'll unlock all of our episodes. So there's like over 20 episodes now. If you want to pay $5, head over to our Patreon, patreon.com slash I Need God access them all and you could always decide to quit whenever you want if you're feeling super generous or you are a super fortunate person um, i would encourage you to join at our angel tier at nine dollars all of our angels get a 20 percent store discount um, a welcome letter in the mail with a sticker and of course their names right at the end of every episode so head over to patreon.com slash i need god now check out our patreon see if it's for you you could even just pledge one dollar just to support me and to get into our discord i would super appreciate that with that said let us pray for all of our angels allison white carson reeves casey dakota garcia Jenna, Neve Parker, Nikki, Nicole, and Tyler Hill. For them, Lord, hear our prayer. This episode was kindly edited by David Sutran.